Hello, you are listening to the All Girls School podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Barrett, a graduate from an all-women's college in Virginia. This podcast aims to highlight the diverse experiences and life journeys of graduates from all women's colleges. Listeners can expect to hear candid conversations about a wide variety of topics. This podcast strives to be in an inclusive space, so some guests may identify themselves as non-binary or trans. I hope you're ready because class is about to start. Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of the All Girls School podcast, where I sit down with a different guest each week who has attended an all-women's college. I also recently found out that Julia Louis-Dreyfus went to an all-girls Catholic high school, so maybe at some point I will also have guests that went to an all-girls high school. Because why limit yourself, right? Anywho, I'm your host, Victoria Barrett, and a graduate of Mary Baldwin College class of 2013, uh, when it was still an all-women's college. It's not anymore. I also participated in an all-women's corps of cadets program called Virginia Women's Institute for Leadership, VUIL for short, which you'll hear more about in this episode. Uh, When I thought about who I wanted to have on the podcast as my first guest, there was absolutely no doubt in my mind it had to be my best friend, Amanda Harrison. Um, She's also a Mary Baldwin alum, Um, She's originally from Richmond, Virginia, and she currently serves as a logistics officer in the United States Army. We met through the VWOL program and have been best friends ever since. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Amanda to the podcast. Awesome. Hey, Victoria, thank you so much for inviting me. Seriously, you know, you said a lot of great things, and I truly do appreciate that. Uh, It it feels good to know, you know, you've got your stuff established and your podcast taking off, and, and I'm your first guest. Yeah, uh, there's literally no one else I would want to kick this off with. Like, it was a no-brainer. Bring tears to my eyes. <laughs> it had to be greatness and excellence, which exactly. the listeners will find out where that came from. There's no other way. <laughs> uh, are you nervous at all? I, I am. You know, I've never been invited to uh, speak on a podcast. Uh, so this is very interesting, uh, but I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to support. And most importantly, I'm happy to share my, my experience. So I'm, I'm excited to see what, where we take this conversation. I'm excited, too. I'm also nervous. Uh, I've never been on a podcast. And so the first time I've ever been on one is as a host. So no pressure. No pressure at all. <laughs> um, but also, like, not only is this your first podcast, my first podcast, but how does it feel to be on a podcast that already has a little bit of controversy? I wouldn't have you no other way. You know me. (laughs) Um, You already know the background of the controversy to which I speak, um, but I'll give the listeners some background. So the name of this podcast is All Girls School. Um, inspired by the fact that I went to an all-women's college and most of the guests um, are going to be uh, people who attended uh, an all-women's college, whether they identify as female, non-binary, or even trans. Um, So naturally, I wanted to promote um, the fact that this podcast was coming out and there's a Facebook page group. I won't like say the actual name of the Facebook group, but it's a group that's dedicated um, to alum of women's colleges. So I thought it would be like a perfect place to 
you know, promote the podcast. Just be like, hey, I'm creating this. Like, I'm excited about it. If you want to listen to it, um, feel free to listen once it, you know, kicks off. Also, like, if you're interested on being in being on it, like, like this is was an opportunity for me to kind of like network with other uh, women who from other colleges besides Mary Baldwin uh, to be on the podcast. And it took like a few weeks for the um, host to get like approved. So I honestly forgot about it. And then, <laughs> then like one morning, I just woke up and there were like several notifications that day. And I'm going through and I was just like genuinely surprised. Um, obviously, there's some good feedback in there, like people that were excited. But there were also some who, you know, at first the questions seemed innocent, like, oh, what's it about? And like, are you going to be interviewing, you know, guests from all women's colleges or like all girls high schools? And I was like, oh, like all women's colleges, you know, because I went to an all women's college. Right. Um, but the name all girls school, I feel like it's fun. Like it. Like to me, it's it's a fun name. It gets your attention. It's marketable. Um, it sticks out, especially right. for those who um, all women's colleges might not be on their radar, um, who never really heard of any all women's colleges. So it, it kind of sticks out. One of my favorite podcasts is called um, Girls Gotta Eat. So like, it's just fun. It gets your attention. Um, so I was like very shocked when like, Later in the comments, they were like, mm, that's my pet peeve. Like, it's used in, like, a derogatory manner. Um, it can be infantilizing. Like, they were going in, like, pretty hard on the comments. Like, you saw them. Because right. uh, I know I shared it with you and right. Tesla, one of our other friends. And so, like, yeah, they the comments weren't nice. It, it was it was very disappointing to see, actually, um, you know, for those of us that know you personally, Victoria, um, obviously, when I first saw the caption, uh, I automatically thought it's fine, you know, friendly or just going to be cool. Uh, I, I never once uh, sensed to it uh, because I know the type of person you are, what you represent and what you stand for. Um, so what, what stuck on me the most were the women, you know, on that page that weren't even willing to give it a try. Um, even when you explained the intent uh, behind the podcast, you know, people just blew it off because of the name. Uh, and and that, that's, I think that shocked me the most, if I'm being honest with you, uh, a name. Um, something that's not derogatory. It, it's just something it says all girls podcast. And, mm -hmm. you know, people were uh, genuinely upset. So uh, I wish there was a little bit more support from them. Um, you know, at least give it, give it a try. Uh, but there, there weren't. Yeah. Um I kind of want to talk about this ad campaign for always that I sent you the video to. Right. Um, and it kind of ties into like the name of the podcast and like some of the controversy surrounding it. I get like all women's colleges emphasizing that we're adult women, right. we're strong, we're powerful, right. and that the word girl has been used by men mm -hmm. in like a derogatory way. And, Absolutely. You know, saying all girls school can be used by men in a derogatory way. So I understand that that happens. And, you know, we've been in the army like we 
like work in an environment where we're surrounded mostly by men. So we're used, we're used to like having, you know, that derogatory mindset every now and then. Right. um, And encountering that. Right. But I think it's up to us to know that like we're powerful and reclaim the word. Right. Uh, And like, Girls can be powerful. They can be smart. They can be right. fun. Um, and in that campaign, that ad campaign, uh, I highly recommend watching it on YouTube. Um, if you haven't, if you're listening to this, um, highly recommend you watch the ad on YouTube. So it starts out um, where they bring different people in, both men and women, um, who are a little bit older, like 20s, 30s. And they ask them to run like a girl, fight like a girl, um, things like that. And of course, the way that they do those things is based on like a stereotype that girls are weak um, and aren't athletic and things like that. And then they bring in these girls that are like 10 and under and they ask them the very same question and have them show them how a girl runs how a girl fights and like it was completely different the way that they showed up when they were asked that question like they ran as hard as they could um they punched and kicked as hard as they could like they truly believed that um running like a girl fighting like a girl they they believed that they were strong And then like in the captions, it emphasizes, you know, once we hit puberty, that's when our confidence as girls, as women just, you know, goes down because we have all these things within society telling us we're not strong. um, We're weak. Yeah. So, but essentially that campaign wants us to rewrite the rules. So like, that doesn't just because we're a girl doesn't mean we're not strong. We're not smart. Like, um, so it's trying to reclaim the world word girl and what like a girl means. Um, so I think that's also what I want to do with this podcast is to really highlight, um, all the amazing things that, you know, different alum from different women's colleges are achieving um, and showing that girls are strong. Like, it's awesome that we went to an all-girls school. Like, I proudly say I went to an all-girls school. Yes, I can say all-women's college too, but I say both. Like, to me, it doesn't matter. Um, So I'm proud regardless. And so I hope that um, this podcast can show that you know, we're reclaiming it. And I think yeah. there's so many examples in uh, just like culture now where we are trying to reclaim it. Like, yeah. uh, um, like girl boss and yeah. um, girl dad, um, you know, Beyonce, she said girls run the world. Exactly. Uh, Haley Kiyoko is one of my favorite artists. She's the same age as me. She has a a song that says summers for the girls like you know it's it's a fun term like we have girls nights like it's okay shania twain uses girl and women woman in her song so she says let's go girls and then she says man i feel like a woman so we can use both yeah like 
it's interchangeable. Like it's up to us to like hold that power for the word for that word yes. and reclaim it. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a mindset, Victoria. Uh, it, it's absolutely a, a mindset. Uh, you said it earlier. Um, I, I said it earlier. Honestly, you know, I I think sometimes people just want to find something to be mad. Uh, that this is clearly a, a fun fun times for you, a fun podcast where you're going to discuss a variety of, of issues and topics. Um, so I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, you know, for everyone to know and hear your, your reasoning behind uh, the, the girls uh, being named, you know, podcast being named girls. Yeah. Um, but I hope that if the people who, you know, made those comments do end up listening, you know, I hope that, you know, this opens up their mind a little bit. And if it doesn't, then they don't have to listen to the podcast. Maybe this podcast isn't for them. And that's okay. Like right. they, they don't have to listen. But I also hope that there are people out there who do listen and enjoy and uh, continue to listen. And hopefully they can relate or feel inspired um, by yes. some of the conversations and the, the people that we have on the podcast. Absolutely. Well said. All right. Well, enough about... The controversy. Um, we'll move on. Um, we want to hear about you. Um, and by we, I mean me and the listeners want to hear about you. Um, can you give a little bit of background information about yourself um, for those who are listening and don't know you? Um, like, uh, obviously, I know you, we said that you're from Richmond, but what was growing up in Richmond like? What was life like for you? before college um wow um again uh amanda harrison uh born and raised in, in richmond virginia uh i went to richmond community high school um in high school you know luckily i did have great teachers i had great friends um who basically uh assisted me uh, along the way uh you know basically motivated me uh to, to want to be successful um, at that point, I think I was, it was about a uh, sophomore year of high school was when I realized, you know, I wanted to go to college, um, be the first person in, in my family to attend college, uh, where I didn't know it at that time, obviously. Um, but definitely I, I will credit, you know, those that surrounded me and my, my earlier stages, such as my, my family, my friends, uh, mentors, uh, that, that has helped me, um, you know, while growing up in Richmond. Did you have any teachers that like stood out to you that you can remember that oh. kind of helped you down your path? Yes, I, I had several uh, teachers. Uh, Miss Gray, um, Miss Stewart. I had uh, Mr. Hardy, uh, Miss Miss Martin. Uh, Wag was my uh, history teacher. <laughs> I, I said several teachers. You know, honestly, I would say all of them. Um, all, all of them pushed me. All all of them motivated me. Let's just be a, a better student and a better person. Uh, so definitely shout out to Richmond Community High School uh, for the motivation, uh, the pressure to apply to these colleges and universities. You don't know what you're going to receive unless you apply. So I, I definitely uh, thank them for the education that I received and just the, the will to, to go forward. Uh, what was uh, the search for colleges like for you? So when you were going through looking at schools, what were you interested in or what were you looking for? Wow, and that's a throwback there. Um, I, I think at that time, I, you know what, Victoria? 
I, I just wanted to go to school, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I didn't have a particular degree in mind. Um, I guess at that point, I wanted to figure out the college and then I'll figure out the degree later. Um, until one point, one day, I think Mary Baldwin did some sort of, either we visited them or they visited us. Uh, somehow I saw Mary Baldwin, um, I saw the ROTC program, B-Well, that you mentioned earlier. Um, they spoke about B-Well, and then next thing I know, I was doing a tour up in Stanton, Virginia. Uh, my family took me up there, and, you know, I just automatically fell in love with the campus. I fell in love with the ROTC program, um, and then I, I applied that, that same day, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Did you apply anywhere else? Oh, I did. I I applied to Women Mary. I was waitlisted. Uh, University yeah. of Richmond. <laughs> I was waitlisted. Uh, DCU. I applied to ODU, and I wanted to go to um, gosh, a several other colleges, basically in the Virginia area. Uh, you know, growing up, we didn't have a lot of money, um, so obviously, I knew personally if I was going to go to college, it had to be local or within the Virginia area. Um, so I applied to, um, I think the majority of rich, um, not Richmond, a majority of Virginia college and universities. Mm-hmm. And you said the ROTC program was what attracted you to it. Like, when did you know that the military was something that you were interested in pursuing? Well, luckily, uh, BWA offered a military and a civilian uh, side to, to the ROTC program. So just because you joined the ROTC program, it doesn't mean you're going to actually join the military. Uh, actually, that was how I sold my family on the program. I told them that I was not going to join the military and that uh, I was just doing it, you know, just for the structure <laughs> and that I was going to remain on the civilian side and, and just, you know, you gain that leadership experience. Long story short, I believe January and February time frame came. Uh, just being around you guys, you know, you guys were so motivating. You guys were so fit. Um, everyone were, just, you knew what you wanted to be and do in life in general. And, and I'll be honest, I didn't. Uh, I was still stuck in, in between, you know, going to the army or should I just, you know, try to become, I don't know, a doctor or something. Nature. And ultimately, Victoria, I don't know how, one day in April, I decided to enlist. <laughs> it lifts an army. Uh, I've been just speaking to some of my friends, daughter buddies, and the recruiters uh, up at the school. And um, it happened to be the best day of my life. Awesome. So uh, for those who don't know, um, she's talking about she enlisted at the end, towards the end of our freshman year. Yes. Um, and being a freshman... Well, honestly, just like being at Mary Baldwin is is in itself is an all women's college. But the program that Amanda's talking about <laughs> um is called the Virginia Women's Institute for Leadership. Right. And it is an all female Corps of Cadets program. So Similar to like Virginia Military Institute, the Corps of Cadets at Virginia Tech, Texas A&M, Citadel, but ours was um, created in response to a Supreme Court case where um, BMI didn't want to go co-ed. And so their solution to not going co-ed was creating our program. 
the Virginia Women's Institute for Leadership because Mary Baldwin College is only like a 30-minute um, drive away from VMI. Um, so uh, creating like an all-female Corps of Cadets, but doing the ROTC classes through VMI, commissioning okay. through VMI. Um, so that's how our program was originated and created. Um, but, you know, eventually they still lost the Supreme Court case. And the it was like, if you want to remain public and get this funding, you have to go co-ed. Uh, that being said, our program still survived, like, and even thrived, um, right. I would say. So our, our experience is even more niche <laughs> and <laughs> unique is a way uh, to word it. Um, because not only were we at an all-women's college, but within that college, we were in an even more like niche program where, I mean, it was like maybe a hundred, like it varied anywhere between like a hundred to like 125 cadets. You know, we always started off with a high number. Ten five. Um, but our class, um, you know, had a reputation for just like dropping like flies. I don't know how many we started out with. Do you know how many we started out oh, with? Oh, man. We still two floors, I believe, in the dorm. We yeah. it was quite a, a at least forty of us. A minimum, minimum of forty. Yeah. So uh, our gosh. class, <laughs> we're the class of twenty thirteen, and um, so we're called when you're a freshman, you're called a null. Uh, so lowercase n capital U L L. So really, it's like a military style program. So you start at the bottom and you have to like earn your way up. So there's like silly things that like to to people who haven't gone through it or haven't been in a military program, all of these things you have to do sound silly. And I mean, in, in hindsight, they kind of are. But, you know, they're meant to teach discipline, Absolutely. things like that. Bring yeah. our class together, like Absolutely. make us unite as a class. I mean, and it worked. It did. You it know? did big time. Um, so it absolutely works. Um, you know, we get into fights. Uh, <laughs> we argue. Um, but, you know, we come together and it forges like these friendships that last forever. The bond you build as a freshman, because we did go through so much that freshman year. Uh, that bond to me will, will last forever. You know, um, I still talk to a lot of them on uh, what Facebook and Instagram mm -hmm. today. You know, and it's like we never left. PT was just at my promotion ceremony. Um, yeah. You know, um, I mean, I'm just so thankful for them. You know, I'm thankful for their relationship that we build during no year at B World. So that definitely. <laughs> uh like we said, our core definitely is about kind of like starting from the bottom and then progressing, working your way up. Um, for you, I feel like um, you had a glow up consistently <laughs> throughout your time in VWL to, to where maybe like null year, I think... <laughs> If you were to ask like upperclassmen 
where, you know, Noel Hare, like, where's Noel Harrison going to end up or <laughs> what is she going to be doing like her senior year? Uh, they might, uh, you know, have guessed wrong and they would have probably <laughs> guessed absolutely wrong. Most likely. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, why, why do you think they underestimated you and what do you think, um, helped you? I can't, I don't even feel like transform is like, the right word because I think you always had like you've always been a good leader but I feel like they just stereotyped you I, I definitely uh I definitely felt like I was automatically judged and, and um you know me being fresh out of Richmond fresh out of high school at that time you know I just said said all of the energy so you know it's easy for me to sit here and just try to blame them or, or certain individuals that may have stereotyped me uh but yeah I probably could have done a better job to uh, implement myself within the program, you know, or just, you know, try to prove to, to others that, you know, I, I can do those. I, I, I can be a leader. You know, I'm a good no, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, it is then, you know, I, I basically proved them right at that time and I, I had fun doing it. <laughs> that was my mindset, you know, what, but definitely judged automatically. And I think of being a kid at that time, I just went with the one way with that, uh, you know, perception of me so <laughs> i love that you're like i could have you know changed their minds but i didn't i did <laughs> no you're like i just leaned in you know you're just having fun like it's your fresh it's your freshman year like right. that's the least responsibility you're ever gonna have in the core yes. um so why not unlike me who i just like <laughs> am a perfectionist and i take things yeah. way too seriously like Literally <laughs> took it way too seriously from day one. Um, that's why you're a superstar, Victoria. That's why what is superstar, you know? <laughs> uh, for a little bit, I guess. But yeah, so I think personality-wise, when people meet us, they're probably very surprised right. that we <laughs> are best friends. Um, even freshman year... It's kind of the story of how we became friends is kind of funny. And actually, um, the person who like indirectly brought us together is going to be on this podcast. Uh, nice. So nice. Um, that'll be fun. We can talk to I can talk to her about that and how she's ultimately kind of responsible for bringing greatness and excellence together. How she built about that. <laughs> I mean, she should be proud. Should be, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. So. I mean, I'd Don't be proud. <laughs> you know. Uh, but anywho, um, I had the Army RTC scholarship that I applied for in high school because I wasn't about to pay for college. Like I didn't want all that debt. Um, so that's the main reason I applied for the scholarship. And, you know, always been athletic stuff like that. But so and then kind of like what you were saying, like once we were in the program, like that competitiveness, like that desire yeah. to get better kind of like took over. And, you know, I didn't really run that much <laughs> for having, uh, you know, joining V-Will and right. doing all of that. And I knew I wanted to get better. And so. I looked up and down all around the Corps of Cadets and I was like, who is like 
the fastest, who's like the top, you know, cadet when it comes to physical fitness. Um, and lo and behold, like there, I mean, honestly, there was, and there was an obvious answer. <laughs> um, and as much as it pains me to give her all this credit, um, uh, Sarah McFarlane uh, was that answer. She was a sophomore. She also had red hair, so I thought that was cool. I was like, Ginger's got to stick together. Um, so I remember asking her, and she's like not the most approachable. <laughs> Uh, especially like as a sophomore because sophomores are like directly responsible for training us as freshmen so they're kind of hard asses to us um and then her personality in particular is just like a hard ass um so i remember going up to her and asking her if like she could you know start running with me so that i could get better and like you know i wanted to max like the APFT like that was my goal um and she was like yeah uh can you like try and find any other sister nulls like who might be interested in going too and I was like yeah sure (laughs) Um, but like Sarah it's so weird calling her Sarah (laughs) um because we in our core we usually call him by last name so I'm used to calling her McFarlane um still do yeah, I know. It's like, it just depends on my mood. Sarah yeah. McFarlane, whatever. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Right. Uh, and so she has this reputation. She's fast. Like, she's a strong runner. But honestly, I think she's faster now than she was then. Like Exactly. Um, yeah. But so I go back to our dorm and I'm just asking everyone. I'm like, <laughs> um... You know, I'm trying to get better at running and, you know, McFarlane asked me like if I could get other sister Knowles who want to do it too. And pretty much not only was it a no from like everyone, (laughs) it was like a hell no. Like (laughs) no one doing that. Yeah. It was like, there ain't no way. And then I remember asking you and you were like, I'll do it. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'll do it. And I was like, really? Like, you were the only one, only other person, like, crazy yeah. enough to do it. Yeah. Crazy um, is the right word. <laughs> and so, yeah, that, so we started running together with McFarlane. And, yeah, like, it just fell into place. Like, we're like yin and yang. Like, our personalities are different, but we just mesh well together. And, yep. you know. Um, we play off of each other very well. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't have it any other way, Victoria. Yeah. You, you know, the, the good times we had in college, you know, uh, as you stated, you know, no one knew or when they did see us together, who would have thought? <laughs> Victoria and Amanda, besties. <laughs> I know. I can still, like, I still can, like, envision their faces of, yeah. like, like, really? <laughs> Barrett and Harrison? Dylan. Like, that's weird. Yeah, you know who comes to mind? Person. I don't know why, but Sharmika comes oh. to mind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just picture her face being like, how did y'all become friends? You know? Oh my goodness. Oh man. Yeah. That is so funny. Yeah. But, you know, 
that, like us working out with McFarlane, I Mm -hmm. think really took us to like another level. Like, um, not only like physically, but we also, you know, we got good grades like all around, like (laughs) we were well-rounded, right? And so that, that leads us to, honestly, I don't even remember like the exact story of how it came about, but can you let the people know what (laughs) our nickname was? And I, I can't remember, did we come up with it freshman or sophomore year? Um, you know, a Victoria, knowing us probably freshman year. Uh, I don't know how or when exactly we decided on it, but I am greatness and victorious excellence. And always when we're together for perfection. <laughs> and it was so arrogant, right? You would think. Uh, but, you know, I don't know what we were doing in college. Uh, most likely goofing around. Uh, we, we may have saw a commercial, heard some words somewhere. And and we just ran with it ever since. Mm-hmm. Literally just ran with that name, those nicknames of greatness and excellence. And, and it just yeah. took off, you know. And surprisingly, people started supporting it. <laughs> <laughs> While they rolled their eyes, uh, they definitely started supporting it. Right, um, right. A lot of eye rolls. A yeah, lot of, lot of, we got lot a, of yeah, we got a lot of eye rolls. I want to oh, say God. we might have came up with it like at the end of freshman year, but it really didn't catch on, I feel like, until sophomore, sophomore. year. Because right. uh, both of us were squad leaders mm-hmm. in fourth platoon. Uh, right. Pirates. Let's go. um and you know we were probably had like not to sound cocky but you know we performed (laughs) well on our pt test we had good grades so we had those little academic stars oh man we got to wear on our (laughs) uniforms um and you know we were you know just a couple of big fish in a small Ah. And, and you know and again not to sound arrogant to anyone that's listening honestly it was just purifying to have someone you know just as mo- i call it motivation you know mm-hmm. instead of arrogance but it was it yeah. was good to have someone just motivated as you to just do better be better be the best again it goes back to my story from the beginning you know me seeing others around me doing well that motivated me since mm-hmm. since high school coming to college no hair so was terrible right no one wanted to be my mentor et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, after a while, yeah, I played into it, but after a while, you know, obviously anyone would start feeling the stuff in the way. So definitely running with you and Sarah, um, you know, helped my confidence. Uh, when I went to basic training, uh, freshman year of college definitely helped my confidence. And you're right, Victoria, I think sophomore year, you know, everything just took off. I, yeah. I, I began running cross country. Did you join freshman yeah. year? Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, sophomore year. That did, that, yeah. that did not that, help. That did not help. That that might have been it. The yeah. the cross country we got, yeah. we got faster. We're getting stronger. Uh, my grades were looking much better. That freshman mm-hmm. year was not it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so everything started to come together, yeah. you know. And um, man, good time. Yeah, that's yeah, that's such a good point. Of like, you, it's like so important who you surround yourself with, and I think. I mean, even the core itself, everyone who's joining V Will is there because they do want that discipline. Like yeah. 
they want to develop themselves as leaders, whether it's like the military side or the civilian side, like we all have goals that we're striving towards and we want to get better. And then there was like just this natural competitiveness um, that we wanted to get better. And so we got better together. Like we grew together. So like with our personalities, like you have always been more charismatic and outgoing. And I have always been a little more reserved and observant. But I think we like taught each other how to embrace Yeah, how to balance those. So I think our friendship helped me come out of my shell a lot and show a lot more of my personality and be more confident. And just like, uh, I guess, have a little bit of swag is like the best (laughs) way I can, uh, uh, you know, put it into words. Like, Yeah. And and likewise, Victoria, you've taught me, you know, sometimes, you know, what is the saying? Uh, everything doesn't require a, a reaction or especially mm-hmm. a big reaction, you know, and I definitely learned that from you uh, because we all know I can react, <laughs> you know, when in doubt. However, um, that, 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 that wasn't the person I wanted to be. Uh, that, that, that's not the person I am or who I wanted to become. So you definitely being around you helped uh, me uh, just change my, my mindset, change my behavior overall. So that balance was definitely needed. And I'm a firm believer. Everything happens for a reason. And uh, mm-hmm. here we are. Yeah. And I think you also helped me uh, like just loosen up because. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah. Freshman (laughs) freshman year, I was like way too serious, like by the book. Not that like there's anything wrong with that, but like at the end end of the day, you have to like enjoy your college experience. Yeah. Enjoy life. Yeah. You got to have fun. And we did. You know, once once I got you to come around, we had that's a great <laughs> We did. <laughs> oh man, that's another story. I'm not a bit influenced though, everyone. So no. that we just it was college fun. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, I fun. feel like our fun like at Mary Baldwin and like in Vivo is probably pretty tame compared to like Oh yeah. What other people think fun is Absolutely. in college. It's kind yeah. of considered lame fun or whatever they yeah. want to call it. But yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, we had a lot of silly rules, like curfew and, yeah. you know, if you got in too much Wouldn't trouble, that. you could be on, like, confinement where, like, right. you're not supposed to go anywhere besides <laughs> uh, your class or the library, things like that. So, like, <laughs> our idea of, like, being rebellious and, like, breaking curfew probably sounds so lame <laughs> right? Uh, to other people. Right. I don't know what I do remember when I had my truck, we thought it was so fun as a null class to just like pile into my truck and we would randomly like, we would drive it on the track. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we did. Baldwin track. (laughs) But before you get all upset, listeners, the track was asphalt. So it's not like, it's not like it was some expensive, like really nice track it was asphalt so <laughs> yeah like like that's the kind of stuff we did um you know at like midnight yeah. one in the morning <laughs> yeah. 
Waffle House. Oh my goodness. Oh, Starbucks days. You know, we're supposed to be studying and we're just getting traps. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, pulling out all nighters for like no reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. Good times. Good times <laughs> in murder walling. Seriously, mm-hmm. the, the amount of rules, you know, um, I remember speaking to Sarah. I, you know what? She targeted me. <laughs> Listen, I remember I was on confinement, right? But I, I wanted a slushing from 7 Eleven. So I went. <laughs> I knock out and went to 7-Eleven. Um, and long story short, uh, one of my sister Knowles called me to tell me, hey, the upperclassman is on the hall. So, um, but we told them you're in the library. And lo and behold, you know, they go to the library to check. And I wasn't there. And I'm like, who goes to the library and check? You're supposed to just look on my note card. And that's where I met. And then you guys go back to your dorm. But no, they definitely check. <laughs> Needless to say, I was marching more. I was doing more penalty tours on the weekend. Yeah. Sarah, you know, missed her calling as a detective. Because <laughs> uh, I probably have a similar story <laughs> that I could tell. Uh, but I won't. Another controversial uh, <laughs> podcast. Yeah. yeah. The death of my reputation. That's what I like to call it. Um so stay tuned, listeners. That's yeah. a good one. And for those of you that don't know, Trinity Tours, basically, on the weekends, I believe, from 8 to 12, or something like that, 8 to 11, uh, you have to take these rifles, and you have to be in uniform, and you have to hold them up, um, you know, in your forearm, and you have to march up and down this little sidewalk, it's a path, and you literally march up and down, conducting uh, military facing movements. Uh, until your time is up. Uh, max time, I think it was three or four hours. I'm, I'm not sure, but oh mm-hmm. man, yeah. I collected a lot of uh, county boards. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's three hours. Three, okay. Yeah. So, three. yep, I remember. And then if like once you get older, like in the core, you have to actually like be in charge of them and. Um, make sure that people are marching them for yeah. like those three hours. So yeah, it's you know it's it is what it is. It is what it is. But hey, you know it builds character. So it makes you not want to do it again, and then you try to run and do it again. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say, so. but then you do it again. <laughs> It it builds character for the next year, the following year, you know. It's like, oh, I'm mature now. (laughs) It's it's like when you say you're not going to drink again. And then I'm drinking. Perfect example. Yes. Great example. So It's like, dang, I got penalty tours again. Right. I mean. But, uh, anywho, I'm trying to think if there's any other V-Will questions or... Like, do you have any favorite memories from V-Will, uh, oh. regardless of, like, what year it was? Or were there any opportunities that V-Will gave you that you're just very thankful for? You know, uh, thank you for bringing that up, actually. Shout out to V-Will. You know, other than uh, the, the, you know, Kennedy tours and marching in the great parades, like the St. Patrick's Day Parade in New York, the Lesson 10 Parade, phenomenal. I am truly grateful uh, for the opportunity FIWA uh, gave me. Uh, yes, I started off a little rough freshman year, but I, I grew from that. I learned from that, and, and I became a better leader a year after year after year. 
and, and ultimately that helped uh, my, my military career. Um, I had no intentions of joining the military, but with, with B will support the leadership from General Bissell, uh, you know, Colonel Patrick, uh, Miss Parker. I had a phenomenal four years, and I wouldn't do it any other way. I, I would keep everything the same. Uh, I've learned from my mistakes. I'm thankful for the poor cadets, the, 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 the young woman that helped me, motivated me. Uh, they were my allies, you know, my, my motivators. And I'm thankful for you guys. Very, very grateful. Uh, so whenever people ask, you know, what school did you go to, et cetera, et cetera? Yes, I can say I commissioned from BMI. And shout out to BMI, but I always say Bird Ball College would be well. Um, mm -hmm. because that's that's where it started. That that's where, you know, Major Harrison uh began. Uh well, I'm being a speed pity. But <laughs> that is where I gained my confidence to be the leader I am today. So I'm very grateful for the leadership that was instilled in me. If given the chance to go to like a bigger co ed school, would you go back and change it? Absolutely not. Because <laughs> I don't know where I'd be right now. Uh, again, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Uh, I am here today where I am because of Mary Baldwin College, be well. Uh, uh, my intent wasn't to join the Army. I just wanted to join the program uh, because I like the uniforms. I like what they did. I, I like the uh, overall, uh, you know, message behind be well. And, and that's what I came to Mary Baldwin for. Um, so if I went to BCU or any of those other uh, colleges, I honestly don't know where I'd be in my life right now. I don't know if me and you have ever met, you know, or mm -hmm. if I, you know, just will be in this position. I'm living in Missouri right now. Who would have thought? Uh, so, <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't change anything. Uh, shout out to Mary Bowling. Shout out to Small Schools. You know, if anyone's listening, just remember, it's not about where you go. It's about what you decide to do uh, with your time uh, at that university or college, whether it's a big one or a small one or a community college. You make the decisions for your life at the necessarily the, uh, the school. Yeah. And then it's also like taking advantage of the different programs that Absolutely. the college has, like find your people. Yes. Like, um, like it's okay to like seek out and try different things. Absolutely. In college, like it's, it's really the best place for like discovering who you are, what your strengths are, like what you're interested in, like what you want to, do in your life and what you want to show the world you know yep mary baldwin did that barrett mm -hmm. for for me 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 and you and i right becoming best friends uh again who would have thought me hiking high school <laughs> i didn't know what but just hiking the food i ate the different um cu cuisines i tried um the places i've gone uh the opportunities at mary baldwin just Help me become not only a better leader, but a better person. So mm -hmm. uh, definitely take the opportunity to grow in and just go outside the box. Problem is, we don't want to go outside our box. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, speaking of hiking and where you're living, you know, greatness and excellence, we're supposed to be taking some trips, uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, yes. we, we like to travel together. Um, we've Love. been to many places, but you know, between, between like you being at HRC, me teaching, like our schedules have not meshed up. So, right. uh, years. where are we going next? We need, we need to choose a place. We should. Um, you know what, Victoria, I think I chose the last place. We went to Jamaica. 
That was my decision. I think you should choose the next one. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm down for I Brazil, Rome, you know, London. Okay. Um, anywhere. Hey, I mean, we know I'm a planner, so... <laughs> you tell me that I have free reign and, you know, I'll make it happen. And it's, December and it's block be a good time. Yeah. In March, spring break. I am ready. Yep. All right. Well, I will send you a Google Doc soon <laughs> with, with ideas. Let's um, go. There's this thing that people do at the end of podcasts. Uh, it's called plugs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of that, but essentially a plug. This is your opportunity, uh, Amanda, to tell people who are listening um, you know, if you have any projects or things that you're doing um, or ways to find you on the Internet, like Instagram or some other form of social media. So do you have anything you would like to plug so the people know where to find you? Absolutely. So um, I can be found on uh, social media and in your email. So email it's mainly for, you know, those that's looking for mentorship or those that have questions, whether it's army related or personal stuff. Um, Instagram. Yes, I am on Instagram as well. Actually, I just created this new page called Amanda Eat underscore travel. Um, I only have a few posts, but bottom line is I, I wanted to get creative outside of my personal page, uh, a way to sort of blog all of my travels and the food I can eat. I love fine dining. So um, now I've, I've created this space uh, Instagram page. Uh, to basically show viewers, my friends, family, you know, hey, this is what I do on my personal. And, uh, and if you would like to follow me, please follow me. Uh, re- send me some recommendations uh, while I'm in your city. Uh, I've been all across the United States. Uh, I'm venturing out to the Caribbean. I've been to Spain uh, this recent, uh, what, June? June, last month, I've been to Spain. So uh, definitely reach out to me for any questions or even concerns. You know, maybe I'm saying something you didn't uh, but I, I'm always uh, subject to uh, constructive criticism. I can always grow and learn as a person, and I stand by that. So, uh, Victoria, thank you so much for, for this opportunity. Um, you know, I hope the viewers liked it. It was our first one. The next one, hopefully, is in person uh, when I come down there to run the Army Tim Aller. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we're definitely going to have to do a follow-up episode in Absolutely. person. This is, you know, you're just so busy. Like, you're such oh, a, man. you're a busy <laughs> woman. And, you know, the timing just didn't work out between, like, you finishing up, like, at HRC and doing your world travels, <laughs> getting promoted, oh, um, and then having to go to ILE, which... For those who don't, like, speak Army, that's just, like, (laughs) this professional, like, leadership course that you have to take. It's, like, a year long Mm -hmm. um, once you get promoted to to major. So, I mean, she's kind of a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) She's kind of a big deal. She was busy, so. but never too busy for you. This was good because I had to eventually learn how to do um, a podcast on Zoom anyway, uh, because it's inevitable that uh, I'm going to have to do some of these remote. But yes, uh, if you're coming to the Army 10 Miler, if any of the listeners uh, 
are in the D.C. area or you're in the Army or the military or you're a civilian and you like to run, run the Army 10-miler. Yeah. You can see greatness and excellence. Let's go. Um, feel, free, <laughs> feel free to find us. Stop us for a selfie. Um, unless it's in the middle of the race. Don't make us stop. Because once we stop, <laughs> once we stop, you know, it's really hard to start back up. So <laughs> either get that selfie at the beginning of the race or find us at the end. Because oh, okay. once we start, we ain't stopping. If you want to try I'm and bad. take it on the run, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but you know, it's 10 miles. <laughs> we're not stopping. <laughs> we might not be running very fast, but we're not stopping. Not doing um, it. <laughs> and it's, it's our first army 10 miler. Yeah. Yes. Thank yes. you for, first one. thank you for reminding me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm excited. So if you see us, you know, say hi. Yes, please. <laughs> And we will record an episode. What we'll talk about, I don't know yet. Maybe send some ideas. Do you have questions for us? Mm -hmm. uh, feel free to send it in the email that you will hear um, in the outro of this podcast. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been fun. Yes. Um, I was nervous uh, for sure, but it was nice having you here my best friend because yes, you know we support each other and oh yeah thanks for listening to the all girls school podcast but before class is over please take a moment to subscribe or leave a review on apple or spotify podcast if you enjoy video content, head over to our YouTube channel at All Girls School Podcast, where you can watch and listen to each episode. You can also follow us on Instagram at All Girls School Podcast, and you can email us questions, stories, and more at the All Girls School Podcast at gmail.com. That's it for today. Class is dismissed.